up? What up, Knicks fans? It is your boy, Rem. And I'm Royale. Shout out to Scythe, man. Shout out to Weed. Shout out to Stats and the whole Knicks family. Mike Ortiz, you already know what's good, y'all. Uh, today's title is Julius Wants Out. No, thank you. <laughs> and Nick's still fighting to get in the play-in? Uh, I'm not too sure about that, but no. you already know what the deal is. There's, <laughs> there's the ship. <laughs> the ship is gone. It is gone. But you already know what the deal is. Uh, it is NY Nick's work. Follow us on all of them platforms, Instagram, Twitter. Hit that like button. Hit subscribe on YouTube and listen to them podcasts on them streams. You already know. And as we always do, we start off with some Nick's trivia. And today's trivia... Um, we gonna hold an answer to the end, but drop this in the comments if you do know this. It's March Madness. What former Nick is also an NCAA champion, NBA champion, and All-Star MVP? Uh, if you know the answer, drop that. Roy, you know the answer? Nope. Uh, I I, I find out the answer, but I'm not gonna lie. I didn't know. He, I, I didn't remember this guy was an All-Star MVP. But we will definitely get to that at the end. Uh. Let's get to topic number one, though, because you, you actually told me about this. You you dropped this gem the other day, and this was after, uh, who did we beat? Uh, we had beaten the Bulls. Oh, yeah, we beat right the, after Bulls. the Bulls. Right after, yeah, we beat the Minutes. Bulls, yes. And we got the report that Julius wants out. It was a rumor. Julius wants out. Yeah. And you know what was so funny about this? You you ever seen somebody like do a, a really really bad job, right? And then they're about to get fired from their job, and they know that firing is coming, and then they walk into to work one day, and they like, nah, you know what? I'm I'm, I'm handing in my resignation right now, <laughs> and and they're like, dude, you you were fired, man. Like like we fired you. Like w- what are you talking about, man? <laughs> no need to force he, your way out. Like he, I don't know if he tried to like George Costanza the movement and come and show back up to work. Like yo, yeah, I, I don't know what the deal is, but it, there, there were reports that Julius requested a trade, and then later he denied those reports. Talk to me, Roy. Like, what's your thoughts, man? Um, yeah, I mean, it came out as a rumor, but um. I mean, listen. I don't even think there's any there's there's any call for it. We th- there's no way he wants to be here. He's he, he's cooked. He's he's over it. He's the relationship with him and the fans is burnt. Um, you hear you know things about him and Tibbs not always being on the same page. Don't know if that's necessarily true. They seem to pretty much they seem they to, seem to stick up for each other like, a lot. <laughs> so you know that's probably just you know regular things that happen between coaches and players, ups and downs, but. Otherwise, I mean that after that Bulls game, it, it, he he really had the can't wait to clock out look going um going walking back to that locker room, man. And, and it's I crazy. Think, it, I think that was, that was very telling, yo. And Twitter was like killing him because it was just like, yo, uh, they 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 compared the Bulls in the in the Hornets game, and they're like, yo, man, it, it's like night and day. Like the Bulls <laughs> game that they won, he stormed off, he slammed the ball, went off to the locker room, and then we hear reports of a uh, trade request, and then. Lost to the Hornets, and it was like all dandy. He's happy. He's dapping up Miles Bridges, and you know, it was it was like you know, not not saying you can't have sportsmanship, but it was just like night and day. And we all know this has been happening all season. The booze and everything, like he's been getting booed. We've spoken about this about this on the show. I've spoken about it. You know, Julius. You know, he's my guy, but like I'll keep a spade a spade. Like he he's been playing like garbage, and he needs to he has to find a new home. I don't know where that will be, but. It, it, it's crazy. He like, and there's a whole attitude adjustment needed. But 
Uh, you got anything else on Julius, man? I don't know, man. <laughs> I mean, he played a decent game. Um, there was definitely, you know, a lot of a lot of things that happened in that game that I saw that was like, uh, you know, more of this. But it is what it is at this point, man. I mean, just preference-wise, I've seen what this team looks like when, when they don't have somebody who plays his style on the floor. And I'm kind of leaning towards that direction. So I'm kind of just waiting for the team to move on and either get something moving that, you know, to where our rotation can look something like what we've seen those, you know, those those past, what, four games before yeah. this one, you know, but with the addition of um, at least a package that's at least equal to, or I'll even take just under the value of Randall. I think that's probably what we're going to have to settle for. We're going to have to take something that's like just under value, but I think we can be rocking anybody? with even just that. You got anybody, any names, any oh, – you know, it's tough when you're talking about Randall because you gotta. There's so much things you gotta account for. The fact that a lot of teams are gonna see him and see, okay, he's not playing well, so don't, not really sure how he can help us. But if you see a team that may need somebody who can bring what he needs, then they could be thinking, do we really need somebody with that attitude there? So who knows what we can get for him, man? I'm Yo, I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm, I'm. You guys know I always come up with crazy takes. Uh, I'm going all in, and um, I'm trying to see if I could get either Cat or Dame here, and I'm getting Lillard and our first-round pick involved. Yes, I said it. I'm getting our first-round pick involved because I'm not too crazy about this year's draft, to be honest with you. I'm not crazy about it. I know there's a lot of I, – I, I just like – I like Paolo Banchero. I don't think we're going to get him, but that's, that's all I see, but – Hopefully they get something going. But as you said, let's get to topic two because you just said something that uh, the Knicks, we had a little winning streak. Finally, a little bit too late, but the Knicks have had a winning streak. Yes, we won our last four out of five, and we beat some solid teams. And um, the young court is showing us some positive signs for, for the um, move like forward. So like what you what you seen from the young core? Is there anybody you like to call out? The the person I, I gotta talk about somebody, he's topic three, but uh, uh I definitely said something last episode and uh, he must have seen Nick's work, man. Boy must have seen Nick's work. But I got this I got this uh a picture over here on Twitter, man. This this picture right here and I'm looking at this core eight and it says, man, I want the Knicks to build like a, a, a small market. And I'm looking at this core eight, and I really like this. Uh, Deuce, um, McBride, uh, I said Deuce, um, Deuce Grimes, um, Quick, RJ, Obi, Cam Reddish, uh, Mitchell Robinson, and Jericho Sims. And that's that's just the core. That's the core that we were started. That's eight players right there. That's a solid core to build like a small market team and put some some decent players around them and some veterans because you know we'll get Derrick Rose back next year we'll probably get Carmelo Anthony on his last year and we'll, <laughs> you know things like that and then we could make moves but how you feeling about this young core and how they've been playing? I like it, man. I'm I'm right now. I'm seeing um you're you're, you're seeing a lot of guys they. I feel like there's guys on his team, they've kept their individual goals mm -hmm. in mind. On top of the fact that, you know, I feel like they legit want to play with each other. They legit want to compete, you know. But um, I, I, I like the fire in these guys to break base that, you know, basically shown that they want to up their value. They want to up their minutes. I think IQ has done a very good job in yeah, making IQ improvements as a point guard. I'm almost satisfied. I'm almost in a place where, I mean, come draft time, if we're not looking at Jaden Ivey, if we're not looking at maybe like Johnny Davis or something like that, I'm not sure if I want anybody. I'm not sure if I want anybody else when we got Emmanuel quickly. 
Yeah. Um, I'm, I feel like I'm almost to that point because, of course, uh, you know, he's going to show his he, he he's going to show, you know, his 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 growing pains. There's still, you know, few yeah. few hiccups there with decision making and also, you know, just being quick on uh, get, getting the ball out, does a lot of dribbles. But you're not going to get everything down in one, you know, in one season. But he's beginning to make improvements. Of course, you got to talk about RJ, you know, mm-hmm. going into that leadership role. He's been looking amazing. He's been putting on masterclass after masterclass. Yeah. Um, but I'd say I, I've been most imp- I've been most I've been most um, impressed by Emmanuel quickly, man. And I even love uh, from what I've seen from Obi Toppin. But I feel like that's something that's kind of been there. It's just a matter of him getting his reps in. Yeah. And just being able to get that opportunity to show it. Well, well let's stay with Quick real quick because Quick stepped it up. He really stepped it up this season since January. Like they put up a graphic of his last 18 games, and his averages were like uh, he was averaging 15 points per game on 44 percent from the field, 41 percent from three. And he's you know going to be extremely important moving forward. So Quickly's definitely putting in his work, and we definitely got to shout him out for that. He started a little slow this season, but I think that might be like a rotation. Um, issue, especially with reps, which you were talking about with Obi, which is actually the next topic, because Obi, <laughs> Obi has developed nicely and continues to show improvement with more minutes, especially when Julius was down with that quad injury, and what should we expect with Obi moving forward? Now, if you watched the last episode, you saw that I had some really, really, really some some, some choice words for Obi Toppin and how I felt about how, how uh, Obi is developing. And he is definitely, I, I'm, I know it, Roy. He's seen the show. He's seen the show. He's like, yo, Rem, I'm going to put a stop to this talk, and I'm, I'm going to ball out. The day after the show, no, the, the night of the show, actually, mm-hmm. he dropped a double-double, like 18 and 11 and 6 assists, and he's been he's been moving. So I, I definitely like what I see. But what, what can we expect from Obi moving forward? Um, Eight points in 11 minutes if, if, Tim, <laughs> if, if we're moving forward with Tibbs. I mean that's basically what you're getting. It, it 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 depends if they let him loose or not, man. Um, that's that's really just it. Do you give him the minutes or not? You got to make a decision right now because I don't feel like they can continue on this path with having Randall and Obi on the same team with Tibbs as a coach. It's not yeah. gonna work. That's just gonna be a number eight pick. That's just not being yeah. put to use. I yeah. see the I see him out there on the floor, and he he certainly looks like a guy that could that that was the best player in, you know, colleges last year. Yeah. Uh, you, you could definitely see that something's there. It's But it's just about, you know, what, what, what type of chance is he going to get to show his stuff? I'm here to issue an apology. Nah, it's too early for to issue an apology. Oh, but I am I am going to pull I'm going to pull back a little bit and I'm gonna give Obi his time. I'm gonna let Obi rock out this year and let him continue to blossom, especially when we find out what we're doing with the Julius Randle situation and we'll figure that out. Um, I'm gonna get into the closing thoughts, you know, but uh, before I do so, because we, we gotta talk about RJ. RJ definitely been looking good. He's been showing some chemistry, uh, some good chemistry with Obi as well. Um, before I get, oh yeah, yeah, I wanted to get into this because uh, uh, our second rounder, Deuce McBride, leads all rookies in offensive rating, defensive rating, net rating, and assist turnover ratio uh, with a minimum of 35 games played. So want to shot him out. He's been doing his thing. Uh, great work on that. But let's get to our boy, RJ, RJ, the franchise, the future. RJ Barrett is now number 49 in Knicks history in points scored with 3,000. 
379 points. He's 21 years old, guys. And uh, we definitely have a lot to look forward to if RJ is in our uh, uh, future. Because remember, uh, the last uh, Knicks rookie that was extended was Charlie Ward. Hopefully, RJ Barrett is, is the new one. <laughs> That'll be wild if it doesn't happen. <laughs> that would be wild. That would but, be quite a turn. Uh, um, Sife says Knicks fans should be okay with this season. Sife, I'm going to fight you when you get into the studio just for saying this. For saying this. Weege, you were a thousand percent right, and I'm going to fight you too for being right. Uh, uh, we basically played the whole season without D Rose, our best player, and we should look forward to having our older best player next year with these younger cats and see what, what you know what comes of it. But um, you know, we're closing the season out, Silent. We should have a lot to talk about this offseason since our offseason starting a little bit early. Uh, but, Roy, you got anything to close out with? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely – I wouldn't say I'm okay with how the season went. <laughs> I'm okay with, you know, some of, the, some of the strides I've seen from certain players to, you know, close out the season. But, I mean, listen, anybody who's, who's talking all the stuff about, you know, we were missing players, there's been injuries, we were missing Derrick Rose, Tibbs hasn't had enough to work with. I'm not really trying to hear that because of the fact that I've seen points in this season where we came across uh, players have shown the ability to get the job done. Yeah. I've, I've seen points in games where certain players got hot and they would have been able to really help us, you know, change the results of certain games. But then next thing you know, they were sent to the bench for somebody who didn't have it. I've seen yeah. Tom Thibodeau. Mm -hmm run away and dodge his blessings too many times this season. When players had it going, when these struggling players, these backup quarterbacks that we want to see in the starting lineup mm -hmm. actually started to show some damn gut yep. out on the floor, yep. and he sabotaged it all. So. I've seen a lot of games lost by Tibbs. I'm not saying every game, but I've seen too many times where Tibbs had just enough. He, he, he would have been able to pull just enough out of what he had to win certain games, to change certain outcomes, and he went away from it. And that's my beef with it. That's my beef with the coach. That's my beef with what I've seen this year. That sounds like an early Festivus. I'm not going to lie. We got to wait till December for the Festivus, though. I told y'all, man. It's coming. But, yo, that, that sounds like somebody who is definitely frustrated with the, the, the Knicks organization and front office and head coaching like because it, it, it's a little bit crazy it's a little bit crazy and he's echoing the sentiments of twitter and all of knicks fans right now but we're gonna close it out like i said they've been winning so we gotta close it out on a positive note and uh, uh we're gonna get to that trivia one more time before we do so what former nick is also an ncaa champion nba champion and nba all-star and yes, you got it right. He was not drafted by the Knicks. But the answer is Glenn Rice. I did not know he was an all-star MVP. I, I didn't forgot know he about was that a, I didn't know he was a Nick. <laughs> you don't remember Glenn Rice as a Nick, man? Yo, shout out to Glenn Rice, because Glenn Rice actually met my pops, man. He showed my pops love in the city. So shout out to Glenn Rice uh, when he was on the Knicks, man. Once a Nick, always a Nick. Shooters gonna shoot. Uh, it's your boy, Rem. And I'm Royale. We out. Peace.